There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm Lex. And we are back at it again at the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, welcome back to the Shit for Brains podcast. We're still here, casting it up. We still got ADHD. Uh, yeah, we we still definitely do have ADHD. <laughs> we have ADHD so good. So good. We, we, so good. Okay, all right. You. Ciao. Thank you for that. I knew that I would now. Okay, so... Uh, it's been a time, y'all. About a month, to be precise. It, yeah, it's been a, a month. And boy, has it been a month. Yeah. Just some, like, quick insight, you know. Like, we, we want to maintain, like, some boundaries, as you know, like, between our private life and what we talk about on the podcast. It may not seem like that, but we do. We do have boundaries <laughs> that we don't cross on, on recording. So I'm going to keep it brief. But, like, I had a bad month. And we felt, both of us, that it was important to give space to that and talk about that a little bit before just jumping back in. Like, this wasn't a, like, we're going to take a break so we can come back with surprises. It was like a, I need a break from everything, please, dear God. And then Jordan was like... Yeah, and then took that opportunity to, like, start some other cool shit for y'all. So that was, like, it it was a two birds, one stone. Yeah, we both kind of needed the chance in different ways to get our feet back under us. Yes. So that's what we've been doing, but we're happy to be back. Yeah, for sure. Very happy to be back. You know, we are still the, as I said, shit for brains podcast (laughs) that you know and love. Or at least, like, have heard of, maybe, and don't hate. Now 100% more shit. Yeah, no brain cell, only shit. Just shit. I can't follow that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that was was a pretty shitty yes and on my part. We're going to do the puns right off the bat, I see. Listen, I don't know why you're giving me that face or that attitude, because you're (laughs) normally the one who comes with that punny energy. So I feel like I'm long overdue to balance the scales here. That's fair. That's the real reason I wanted a hiatus. You wanted to work on the marketing for our podcast? Well, I studied the pun. And that's what you got? Okay, listen, are you going to be mad about the pun? (laughs) No, no, no. Or are you going to, like, rag on the pun? Like, who's... Who's stopping the yes and now, huh? Theater degree person? <laughs> I thought you were a Bachelor of the Arts in I, theater. I'm a Bachelorette of the Arts, excuse you. Sorry, Bachelor of Fine Arts, BFA. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be super clear that I am not the person who said, no, it's a BFA in this situation. Yeah. I just I, I just I thought you would put on the record that I, I think you don't would ever want to be that person. I thought you would, so oh, I did no. it for you when you didn't. Um, That's not great for my brand. Uh, well, your brand is pretty well solidified, I'd say. Oh, no. I think we're both pretty. Uh, we've dug our proverbial graves, and we are in them. And, and we are climbing well. back out to make a podcast for you. I was gonna say we could just like take a nap, like we're just chilling down there. I'm just vibing. Could still make a podcast and probably actually better to do the podcast in the graves. Probably great insulation. This is true. This just is a lot true. of dirt that we can just like touch while recording. Dude, dudes, built in grave stones, five feet apart because they're separate graves. 
built-in worms in the walls. We just need Bob Saget and we'll be set. There we go. It all comes back around. It all comes back around. Yeah, so welcome back. Uh, Thanks for your patience. I'm sure y'all get it. I don't know anyone in my life who's not burnt out right now. So thanks for your patience. And if you're upset with us, I'm sort of sorry, but not really. Because... Maybe maybe you should find a grave and take a little nap. Yeah, like, not in the threatening way that that oh, yeah, was no. implied. Like, within the context of our earlier bit, please yeah. do, uh, lawyers, please do take note. Please be quiet. That was not a violence. It was a take a nap. Yeah, so all that said, just wanted to be transparent about why we decided to go on a break. And mm-hmm. I, I just really needed a little bit of time. And, you know, Jordan said, too, that we, we both just needed to come up for air. Yeah. As they say. So with that, though, Jordan did do some really cool shit, you know, over our hiatus and has some other stuff planned. Like did a lot of brainstorming and creativity sort of <laughs> things because she's so cool. Um, I, so so now you get to listen to her tell you all these really cool things, and I'm I'm personally very excited because I love you very much, and I, I am still very happy to be doing a podcast with you. I love you too. Thank you for that very very kind introduction. Hey bro, I feel like hey bro, what? I love you. I love you too, bro. Nice, nice, tight, buddy. Sick, buddy. Nice, buddy. Okay. Anyways, anyways, please do go. I feel like I'm going to be a little disappointing now, coming in and being like, "Yeah, so I made a bunch of spreadsheets last." Yeah, but that's like okay. (laughs) I I know people are like, actually, shared taste in music is my love language. No, making a really sexy spreadsheet like that is Jordo's love language. Horrifically, it is. It's that. It's the boxes. It's the organization. It's It's the the formulas. It's the being able to color code and out source having to make sense of information I and also relate, but i love that for you <laughs> kind of redeeming myself for getting a bfa is having some excel skills too but anyways i did make a lot of excel spreadsheets we have some cool things coming at you first and foremost by the time this episode drops we will have all of our transcripts up for every single episode. So those will be available on our Buzzsprout site. Those will be available as well on a brand shiny new section of our website where we will have those as well as other news about what we're up to, about other things that are going on in the ADHD world, about other podcasts that we get our... We're going to have our our networking. It's just going to be right out there in the open. You'll see who's (laughs) come on our podcast and you'll see if we're going on someone else's podcast, like we will feature yeah. like, exciting news like that. Like when we get a new guest or yes. like when we post a TikTok because we do also have a TikTok. Oh, now. yeah. I forgot about that one. Well, I'm the one in charge of it now. This is true. Which this is true. I don't know what Jordan was thinking. Jordan asked me to run the TikTok and that's on them. So like y'all know that. I just need everyone to know that Jordan did give me control of the TikTok. And I stand by it because... It's a bold move on your part. TikTok is a chaos zone, and you are a chaos deity. Oh, well, thank you. You're so welcome. I love you, bro. I love you so much, bro. Anyways, do you have anything else exciting you want to throw their way, or should we uh, hop right on over to our favorite station? Is it our favorite station? I mean, education. It's a good station. It's a good station. I mean, I I love the dopamine trampoline. That's not a station. It's a trampoline. That's true. That's true. Like, if it's, like, bits of our podcast, yeah, no, not my fave, to be frank. So it's kind of our favorite station by default. I'll take it. Yeah, it's like the only station. So it's also our least favorite station. We could come up with another station. Maybe. I don't know. Just tell me what we're learning today, though. Oh. (laughs) Let's just, let's do 
that part. Let's right, let's right. Get, we are at the station. Yes. Okay. Okay. And we do like it here. We do like it here. And today at the station, at the education station, we are going to be diving into the question: What is neurodiversity? Yeah, it's a big question. It's a chonky boy. It is a very, very hefty, hefty boy. And it's not a question that actually has concrete answers yet, but we thought that it's worth discussing because, A, it's a term that is super, super commonly used and thrown around, especially in communities like the ADHD and neurodivergent Twitter community, online, other other places that are not Twitter as well. The other websites that I know all of the names of. On the rest of the internet, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I personally really like the neurodivergent community on Neopets. I bet you do. <laughs> And also because it is Autism Acceptance Month, it is, we felt, worth the time to sort of acknowledge the roots of the neurodiversity movement and give a little bit more history on where that concept came from. And then we as a community can have a better idea of where it's going. Hell yeah. I'm in it. I'm excited. Let's do this. Hit me with that snare. Okay. Thank you. And now now do hit me with information. Yes. So the word neurodiversity, as you can probably guess by the parts of it, means different brains. And more specifically, it means a way of viewing people who have what are otherwise seen as neurological disabilities. Uh, this originally started with autism, but now often includes uh, dyslexia, dyspraxia, dyscalculia, uh, OCD, other things like ADHD as well. Viewing all of those things as a normal and valuable difference in brain structure rather than a disability. So that builds in sort of a twofold perspective of articulating that those ways of thinking and behaving and having your brain be are just different and not lesser. And also a huge component of neurodiversity and the neurodiverse movement is advocating for accommodations for people to function in quote-unquote neurotypical society rather than like cures. And that ties into the social model of disability, which is viewing it as a symptom of the way that society is built as not having accommodations versus society being the right and natural thing and people who are neurodiverse just being wrong for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. So I guess uh, I have questions and I know we can get into it, but basically, or let me see if I can give you like the watered down version of everything you just said. Please do. Okay. Neurodiversity, when it comes down to it, is uh, something that's used as an identifier for people who have brains that are different from what society considers quote unquote normal. Yes. So different brains. It sounds pretty cut and dry, but I know that that it's not. I know that that's not the case. It does kind of do what it says on the tin. Of course, there are some pros and cons. Pros are that just taking a non-pathologizing approach to viewing these things rather than calling them disorders, looking at it through that Mm -hmm. social model uh, is really conducive to empowering people and removing that stigma and advocating for accommodations. It is an opportunity to view diversity in brain structure and function as having 
the same potential for, you know, cultural enrichment and creative potential as other types of diversity. So like in other situations Mm -hmm. where we Mm -hmm. want a diverse set of viewpoints and those enrich the conversation and those are important and necessary adding diversity of the way that your brain functions is also valuable in that Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. there are cons as well i mean some people especially in the autistic community i've read uh, which is where this concept originated feel like this doesn't truly represent people who have higher support needs because people argue that accommodations in the way society is built is a factor but when people physically can't live on their own and need support that's harder i guess for them to see that as a societal thing so people feel like it falls short of really representing of that experience yeah no i mean neurodiversity is a spectrum yeah that's why it's not just different brain from like the standard it's diverse in and of itself as well yeah absolutely Um, absolutely I think leads to a lot of confusion, like myself included, Mm -hmm. as to who is and who is not neurodivergent, who can claim that, who can't. Mm -hmm. I I think that sometimes, especially like in our very online sort of society and culture right now, Mm -hmm. that can be kind of hard to parse, right? Because I've seen a lot of people assume that neurodivergent means that you literally have any sort of different brain. And that includes like anxiety disorders, major depressive disorder, like, Mm -hmm. and and I personally don't know what the correct quote unquote answer is. Like, I've talked about this before. Like, I think that labels are helpful, but not always necessary and not always, or like they, they can be helpful to a point. But everything has pros and cons. And anyways, so but but I do think there is a lot of confusion about like, is neurodiversity just for people on like or the spectrum of autism and ADHD and dyslexia? Or does it include, quote unquote, like the rest of the mental disorders and mental illnesses? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So so I think that would be like one question that I'd have for you and like what your research showed, because like I know that culturally there seems to be a lot of different ideas about what neurodiversity means it is. And I'm uh, assuming it was similar in research, but I, I was curious to see if you did find anything neat. Gonna say, I, sh- I sure wish that I had an answer for you that was cut and dry, but I don't. And my guess, just from my research, is mostly just because this is, I was surprised to learn this is actually a fairly new movement. This is a fairly new way of defining and categorizing. And this is a fairly new lens to view those experiences from. The term neurodivergent or neurodiverse was coined in 1998. Yeah, I mean, you say that it hasn't been that long. That is over two decades ago. It is, but that's like literally the first time this word appeared in print and i don't know i i guess with all our talk of like the dsm and how adhd mm-hmm. wasn't even called adhd in 1998 mm-hmm. so i don't know makes sense to me but yeah. it is weird that like neurodivergent like different brain mm-hmm. hasn't been like like scientifically used elsewhere yeah that's fair i think I mean, obviously, I'm not like a sociologist or anything, but I think part of the difference is that because it's a part of disability rights, it's gone at the pace that disability rights has, not at the pace that modern psychiatry has. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just is, like, I'm not acceptance. surprised. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, no. I guess is like the, yeah. 
That's fair. But yeah, so it was coined in 1998 by a sociologist named Judy Singer, who herself identifies as on the autistic spectrum. We love and respect self-diagnosis in this house. And was originally defined as a way of understanding differences in the human brain regarding sociability, learning, attention, mood, and other mental function. So those are kind of the criteria they were looking at neurodivergence on. And as well, there is sort of a scientific component of all of those things that fall under the category of neurodivergent, as we understand, often, like, there are studies to suggest that there is actually a physical difference in brain structure. Yeah. So part of it is rooted in that from the sociological perspective of Judy Singer. Those are kind of the elements of this person experiences this or does this or has different capabilities in these elements Mm -hmm. um, are considered neurodiverse. And she wrote a book and in her book said, for me, the key difference of the autism spectrum lies in its call for and anticipation of a politics of neurological diversity or neurodiversity. The neurologically different represent a new addition to the familiar political categories of class, gender, and race and will augment the insights of the social model of disability. So it came out of specifically the autistic community and specifically like autism advocacy and specifically a perspective of viewing things through the social model of disability. So that's like the history of it, but in the original definition by Judy Singer. It's the sociability, the learning, attention, mood are the things that she names. Yeah. Does that answer your question at all? Yeah, no. I I think that helps to see like where the movement originated, right? And Mm -hmm. where it it makes sense why different people think different things about it. Yeah. Also, sorry, I'm like sweating because of how much cramping is happening right now. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bro. Um, Like I'm good. I'm ready to soldier on. But, like, I just want to let you know, like, that's why I'm, like, not being funny and quippy, because I am a little bit, like... Gonna, we'll get, we'll when, get through this. Yeah. We'll get through this. Um, like my, I can, like, feel sweat dripping down my face right now. It's okay. really gross. We're, and I know it's, like, a big part of it is just, like, ouchie. Yeah. We're very close to the end of the yeah, no, um, education station. I just wanted to let you know that, like, I don't hate yeah. you. And this is, this is great, and I'm having a... I'm not having a good time right now, but, like, not because of the podcast. Yeah. You, just, yeah. I'm so... I don't know. Um, what did you eat? Oh, I mean, I, oh, because oh, I've had that like a couple times over the past like month and this hasn't happened, but I got one of the grilled cheeses from Starbucks. Mm. But, like I've had a couple of those over the past month. Oh, bro. Was it the McFlurry? I don't want it to be the McFlurry, but it so bro. Are you hurt, bro? Oh, buddy. Yikes, buddy. In case this ends up in some context, I'm allergic to dairy. <laughs> But I really love it. Yeah, I can't blame you there, bud. Um, and I ate just just straight dairy. You sure did, bud. Yeah, you had a grilled cheese. It's probably a combination of the grilled cheese and the McFlurry and the feta. Um, oh, although feta's sheep's milk, isn't it? Uh, no. It depends. Uh, okay. Well, you it, can. It might have been. Yeah. No, it's fine. Anyways, let's 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 finish this podcast so you don't have to suffer in sweat. Um, it's okay. It's also definitely worth noting that a lot of credit is also due to Jim Sinclair, who is a currently alive and active autism advocate. They were one of the first people to publicly articulate the idea that 
autism should be viewed as a difference rather than a disease. They also were one of the original founders of the Autism Network International. So that's pretty dope. Credit where credit is due. Yeah, so that's basically the history of where the term neurodivergent comes from. Yeah. Because of its relative youth in the field of mental health, I think that that's a huge contributor to why we're still kind of working out a definition and Mm -hmm. feeling out what that encompasses and what that means in practical application. But it's the general view that differences in brain structure and the differences in behavior that they cause are just a natural human genetic variation and not a disease or a disorder or something to cure. Mm -hmm. And I think it's cool, too, that practically speaking, this idea of neurodivergency helps create a lot of... This idea of neurodiversity. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) I knew I was going to get it wrong. It's okay. I got you. Um, This idea of neurodiversity helps create a lot of sort of like intergroup solidarity. And it's very practically like advocates for accommodations and actual tangible things you can do to not only make life easier for neurodivergent people, but make their contributions to society more valued. And also, I think it has a lot of, like, emotional help, too, in that concept, fighting against the stigma of these things. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got. Yeah, thank you so much. It's great to hear some more, like, concrete history about it, because I know for my part, like, you go on Twitter and you look around and people are just like, and I don't want to say throwing the word around irresponsibly, because I don't want to speak for other people. But it's not super clear what it means, unless you want to really, like, stick your hands into that moon sand. Yes, And, and I think the fact that a lot of times it's sort of just like thrown out like nd like mm-hmm. i'm i have some sort of disorder or mental illness or disability or just have a different brain mm-hmm. you know and this is a good catch-all term for it but i know that it wasn't necessarily created as a catch-all term mm-hmm. so there's some conflict there i think that people who are smarter than me have have addressed and have like talked about i think mm-hmm. um but that was like a big thing that i noticed when i was like trying to get a read on what we would sort of be digging into right Mm -hmm. with this episode and like i know we're not like really digging super deep because it's just the two of us pea brains (laughs) just doing our best and truth be told certainly a different brain yeah and truth be told i have ibs and i'm allergic to dairy and i did make the tragic mistake of eating a mcflurry a few hours ago and uh that invoice has come in Mm -hmm. that bill is due so i do i do apologize dear audience that i'm not uh super sunshiny and full of goose but jordan can tell you my face is just like sweaty right now i can't actually tell you that because it's very dark in this blanket fort but i believe you when you say it yeah no i'm the blessing and the curse of it finally warming up in chicago yes anyways we can we can keep this going and our hope too regardless of how much you're about to poop yourself is that this is the beginning of a conversation not the be-all end-all of it so hell yeah we'll keep that going but tell me what you are feeling Oh, do you mean, like, what's giving me dopamine, or do you mean, like, about neurodiversity? I mean, did you have other thoughts on neurodiversity that you wanted to share? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about everything you just told me. Uh, I feel smarter for that, so thanks. 
You're so welcome. I, I always love to add information into my abyssal hole of a brain <laughs> where things just go to die. So it is kind of nice to add something new and fresh in there. I was wondering where you were going to go with that phrase, but I'm glad it was abyssal hole of a brain. So, I mean, when it really comes down to it, I guess I'm feeling as someone with ADHD and I've never been diagnosed with autism and I am not at a point where I feel comfortable self-diagnosing myself with autism. Mm-hmm. But I do have a lot of like those shared traits mm-hmm. and, and some traits that are autism specific. I, I do mm-hmm. have some of those sometimes. They're not sometimes like. Mm-hmm. So I feel pretty confident in like just from having ADHD, but also just like adding all that little flavoring in that mm-hmm. little flavor packet Sh- of shaking mm-hmm. that ramen seasoning on over that ADHD. Yes. yes. Spice. Yeah. Uh, all that said, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that I am neurodiverse. Yeah. So it, it's cool to learn about the history of that and mm-hmm. learn a little bit more of the context there. But it is also like I still, even though like I am in that included in the definitions that we've mm-hmm. talked about, I still am like, well, I don't know. <laughs> And I think that's just me being skittish of, like, wanting to commit to, like, labels or yeah. – and not to sound hippy-dippy about it. I just literally, like, things change so often and words change so often that yeah. I'm just, like, sometimes labels just make me feel like I'm being performative about everything. And, like, mm. I know that there's philosophically something to be said about a lot of existence being performative. But that's a completely <laughs> different uh, – that's that's yeah. not even this podcast. That's a separate podcast entirely probably. So um, – Oh, God. That's I guess all all that said, the feeling that is coming from my brain and the words I'm saying as I'm processing them out loud with Mm -hmm. you and our beloved audience, um, confusion. Okay. But like, just like a healthy dose, a healthy dose of confusion. Okay. Does that make sense? Like everything you said makes sense. It's cool. I learned new things. And I think what you, you know, what you said of like, there's no clear answer. There's still no clear answer. And we we can't provide that. And Mm -hmm. so like, yep. (laughs) So there's still that sort of like, okay. Okay. But we're not psychiatrists or. We sure aren't. Fancy brain docs or. We sure aren't. Anything. So I feel pretty okay and just sitting in that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's definitely a lot to think about. How are you feeling? My initial reaction is kind of along the same lines of what it means to define or seek a diagnosis like for ADHD mm-hmm. in terms of I understand some purposes of a diagnosis, but if you feel like the tools help you, if you feel like the community makes you feel supported, if you feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's working for you, then like nice nice yeah. um, and i feel the same way about like identifying as neurodivergent i guess because i'm mm-hmm. certainly not the sort of person who can say like yes you are or no you are not yeah i yes the queen of neurodiversity exactly. knight the yeah sir the, autism the divergency period yeah <laughs> Oh, what kind of costume is that? Is that period costumes? Oh, yeah. It's actually from the Divergency <laughs> era. It's like solar punk, but like kind of shitty. <laughs> it's like solar punk, but mostly tinfoil. <laughs> Sorry, that got me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was stupid. It's fucking funny. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. You got How, something? What? Yeah. What? What? You got anything else or should we do some bouncing? Let's <laughs> How many songs? How many already copyrighted songs are we going to bring into this this episode? Oh, I was just imitating Jean Ralphio. Uh, imitating. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Anyways, yeah. Let's hop on over. What do you got for the dopamine trampoline on our triumphant return to podcasting? Well, this is a short and sweet DT on my part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought about maybe bringing, you know, some things that I've really gotten into, like uh, Animal Crossing. I finally got a Switch, so mm-hmm. I got into Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, Survivor. I really have gotten into Survivor. It is a hot mess and it's a bad show, but I, oh, <laughs> oh boy, howdy, I do enjoy it. It's such a bad show. Oh, it's so bad. I just watched the uh, season 13 Cook Island show, otherwise known as Survivor Race Wars. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the actual title, but it is so bad. It is so bad. And like, I don't know. I think it's just uh, sometimes watching reality TV just, and I think it's kind of like what a lot of people watch reality TV for. And it's kind of like, well, at least I'm not fucking up that bad. That's fair. That's um, fair. I keep getting updates of living like i think the next level back of that i keep getting updates on real housewives of new jersey from my co-workers oh that's nice. also a thing that we did in the month break is i got a new job we did i uh, that jordan did Couldn't jordan got a new you, job well yeah i mean i guess i helped with moral support you but did. like you did get the job on your own and job. you're very qualified and it's <laughs> awesome and it's great um, uh and jordan also works from home now so I when i when i get home from work the cats are excited to see me but not like horrifying little goblins that haven't had attention all day because there's been another person they've in been house. horrifying goblins for attention to jordan all day up until then <laughs> ned got so upset <laughs> with me today because I got a new chair. This is ADHD related. Yeah. Uh, I got a new chair. got one of those kneeling chairs that you can like rock on and fidget. And it is dope as hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But unlike my office rolly standard chair I had before, it doesn't have a back because it's a stool. And that means that Ned couldn't jump up on my chair and sit right behind me like he used to. And he threw a fit. He threw a fit in the sunroom and was meowing and, like, pacing around the room and, like... Like, did he try to climb up and then realize it was your back? He didn't try and climb up, but he would, like, reach up on the back of the stool and, like, reach up like he was trying to get up but couldn't. And kept doing that until I pulled over the old office chair right next to me for him to sit in while I worked. Him. (laughs) He's so stupid. I know. I love him him so much. Yeah, so that's that's been my life recently. That's what I got. But what do you got? What do you got for us today? um, I'm sorry to derail us. Yeah, sorry. So, (laughs) I I mean, I was sort of just... I was going to do something chunky, and then I was like, you know what? That takes a lot of effort, and we just got off a break. So I don't know about y'all, but, like, I don't write my best essays right after spring break. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. short and sweet, I got uh, my Christmas stocking this month mm-hmm. because I hadn't seen my family for seven months, and I was finally able to safely go visit um, and meet my nephew who had been born in yeah. that time period. Uh, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. A uh, great time, and I really needed that. Um, but that said, I got my stocking and Christmas presents and birthday presents and like all the things that had been missed right over mm-hmm. the past seven months. And in my stocking were like some candy things, some small gift things, and like one thing was just this pack of like ten different chapsticks. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a giant like bulk Costco pack of Burt's Bees or something. It was like some off-brand Stranger Things 
merch yeah chapstick and so mm-hmm. it's just a giant pack of chapsticks like with... imagine the lip smackers yeah multi-flavor packs yes for anybody who is wanting a visual or like can't get their mind off of costco it was like yeah. that yeah and like imagine you see that variety pack and every single separate chapstick is a separate flavor and also has separate artwork on each thing and you know some chapsticks it's fruit or like mm-hmm. little bees or like honey you know i'm, I'm wow well, i'm really fixated on burt's bees huh but chapstick. every chapstick has a, a different character from Stranger Things. The except, detail is, like, honestly really impressive. No, it is. It, it is. it is. But I look at this giant pack of chapstick in my Christmas stocking, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, I do like chapstick, but I don't necessarily, like, I have I have my Burt's Bees, and I've mm-hmm. got, you know, my overnight moisture stuff. And, yeah, so I was like, okay, maybe I should just, like, donate this, or, you know, I'm sure there's some, like, little kid who would go bonkers for some Stranger Things chapsticks. And so I was just going to, like, donate it. So I didn't open it at all because I was like, that's eh, fine. And then my partner comes over and I'm showing them, like, <laughs> all the stuff I got. And <laughs> and then he's like, oh, oh, babe, you, you can't donate these. And I was like, why not? Is it weird? Like, I haven't opened them. Like, it should be okay. Like, I figure someone's going to need it. And he goes, no, no, because you need this chapstick. And he opens the pack and he pulls a chapstick out that I didn't look at, quite frankly, because I saw all the, I was like, yeah, because I'm, uh, you know, or like me, a 28 year old adult is going to carry around chapstick with children on it. (laughs) Hello? I was going to say chapstick is chapstick, but then when you put it that way, it is a no, like, you're you're holding a, th- a tube, and you're rubbing it on your mouth. Yeah. And, like, I feel like there's, it's weird enough that there's a person on the chapstick. Yeah. But, like, extra weird that it's just children. Yeah. And. A fair point. And so, <laughs> Abram opens the package and then pulls one out, and it's a light pink color. I hadn't really noticed it. It's a light pink color, and it has uh, David Harbour as chief of Hawkins police, uh, our favorite, you know, rogue cop Mm -hmm. who's a horrible cop. And for that, we love him. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's good old chief Hopper, Mm -hmm. chief Jim Hopper Mm -hmm. in his season three get up with the floral button up. The really iconic Hawaiian shirt. Yes. So it's, it's a picture of him in that outfit on a pale pastel, like millennial pink tube. Mm -hmm. And then get this, the flavor, the flavor, root beer. So someone made a chapstick specifically tailored to my interests. Wow. This is proof that we're in a simulation, in my opinion. Like a chapstick hat trick. Exactly. So I'm obsessed with this chapstick. It it doesn't taste like root beer, really. It tastes like the root beer candies, like root beer barrel candies. And, like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's cool. But mostly I'm just obsessed with the fact that I have David Harbour on a chapstick now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other chapsticks, I depending on, like, the flavor, like, I'm just going to take the picture. Like, I, I realize you can just peel the picture off and yeah. it'll just be like a plastic tube. So I am going to use them because I, I always need chapstick. But, like, I'm sorry to the child that I took all of those children chapsticks away from but i it's your christmas present i feel like you're justified in using them i guess and also i couldn't say no to to chief police it's it's david harbour as chief of police jim hopper in his tropical shirt Mm. millennial pink Mm. root beer Mm. 
that's like that's really like three dopamine trampolines in one. Mm-hmm. That's like a triple bounce. Mm-hmm. People who know me in real life probably know that I am um inappropriately attracted to David Harbour, one might say. Uh, inappropriately so. I will I will admit to that. Um and if for some reason you ever hear this podcast, I'm kidding. David, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's completely appropriate. Um, let's put on the Bojack theme song. See where it takes us. So um anyways, that's my dopamine trampoline. What's yours? <laughs> Well, I had to just hear that, so I don't think that there's any joy left in my body. But That's false, and no, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do have a big old dopamine trampoline. This one's like an OG one for me. It's getting warm here in Chicago. It was like 80 degrees today. It's starting to feel like summer. I'm wearing shorts. And so today, my dopamine trampoline is the ultimate summer treat the ice cream of the future. Dippin' Dots. Yes. I love Dippin' Dots so much. You do not have to convince me. I am hopping on that trampoline <laughs> with you right now. Thank you so much. Oh. For everyone at home, for our audience, I hope you know how deeply, how deeply I love Dippin' Dots. They're so good. And mm-hmm. the flavors are good. Like, all of the flavors are good. Mm-hmm. None of them are bad. It's not like an ice cream flavor. You're like, well, that's the one I like. All of them are good. And it's just a top tier sensory experience to eat because it's the little round ice cream dots and they're good like that. And they're so cold. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But then you get them in that little plastic cup. You're usually out at like Silverwood or the aquarium or something like that. Somewhere yeah, fun. For my ilk my my <laughs> section of the country you cedar point woods. yeah cedar point yeah silverwood for those of you who are not from the semi-rural pacific northwest the panhandle of idaho yeah if you're not in the 25 mile square area <laughs> around hey i feel like silverwood was a cultural touchstone of like tri-city's life and that's oh, solidly okay. in okay. okay there aren't any closer theme I'm, parks i'm sorry i derailed you it's okay. Continue. Anyways, you get the environment is just always good memories and it's usually warm out and then they like kind of start to melt. And so you get like a slightly textured, slightly starting to melt mouth joy. And I think they're good. And also they're interesting. Like the history of Dippin' Dots is fascinating. They were invented in the late 80s. That the tracks. Guy, that yeah. tracks so hard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like right, the I'm colors and everything. Up, I'm pretty sure everything you say about them, like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it really does. You're not going to be surprised by any of this. <laughs> I have a lot of fun facts. None of them are new facts, but they're all fun. Anyways, they're invented in 1987 by a guy named Kurt Jones. He was a microbiologist. He was researching how to quick freeze yogurt bacteria for use in animal feed. That was his day job. His night, like passion, like what lit his heart aflame in the nighttime hours was making ice cream. And I feel like it's a fairly well-known thing not just for, like, food science nerds like me, that, like, freezing ice cream with liquid nitrogen is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy... Kurt Jones, like mega mind ice cream king, was like, well, I got this nitrogen that I'm making cool yogurt stuff with. And I got this ice cream that I need to freeze anyways. And so he invented the process of dotting the ice cream, of mm-hmm. making Dippin' Dots. Mm-hmm. Dippin' Dots are made? Do you know what temperature Dippin' Dots are made at? Just tell me. I'm not going to be able to guess. Negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, there's no way I would have guessed that. So thank you for just, <laughs> just coming out with it. They have to be stored 
stored at negative 40 degrees, which I believe is colder than the Moderna COVID vaccine. But we'll get to that too. You know what else is negative 320 degrees to put this into a little bit of context for everybody? The planet Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. We are adults. Oh no. With sophisticated taste. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are very serious mm-hmm. and eloquent. We sure are. And I definitely don't think that <laughs> the, the word Uranus is funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry. You... <laughs> oh, no. Um, it was, like, kind oh, of a joke. I did, like, the jokey, like, high school stoner laugh yeah. that I can sometimes pull off. But you then know. I was like, oh, no, kid, no, this is actually <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that snake kind of just ate its own tail there. You know what is funny in kind of a, like, not high school way, though, but just in, like, a actually very sweet, charming way? The Dippin' Dots machine is apparently called... The Dotbot 3000. Isn't that great? I know. Hey, Dotbot 3000, we're going to send you to Uranus. Stop. (laughs) She makes 50 million dots a day. She deserves a vacation. She does. I'm insisting upon it. I wonder if they call her Dottie. Maybe. I would. I think I will. I call her Dottie. For a little bit of context, she makes 50 million dots a day. There are 2,000 dipping dots, approximately. They don't count them out, per five-ounce cup. So, like, think of all the dot work. Think of all the work that Dottie did for you I mean, next like, time you eat a cup of dipping Dots. Yeah, I mean, I've never eaten dipping Dots and been like, wow, this isn't a modern Marvel. This isn't absolutely batshit that I'm right? eating cryogenically frozen right? fish eggs painted pretty colors that's what i like you know it's like, yeah there's no there's no part of me that's ever ingested dippin dots and been like this is totally normal food there's no way to forget that it is a miracle of modern science yeah no it's just incredible it is. uh the flavor the experience the yeah. texture the existential sort of hope that it yeah. inspires it's an experience it really yeah. it really is the ice cream of the future it's like yeah. the ice cream of a better tomorrow yeah, what was the person's name again who invented Dippin' Dots? Kurt Jones. Kurt Jones. Yeah, so like, Kurt Jones could get us to Mars. Yeah. Elon Musk could not get us Dippin' Dots. Yeah, absolutely. Elon Musk also can't get us to Mars. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he so, can't do either. This is this is my funny way of shitting on Elon Musk. No, and that's totally uplifting Kurt Jones. Unless Kurt Jones is problematic, then in that case, I take it back. Covered our bases. Fair enough. You know, it is a good business decision, though, unlike trying to go to Mars and ruining astronomy for everyone else. DD Cryogenics, which is a whole side company that Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts? Me sideways. Dippin' Dots, which is a whole side company that Dippin' Dots has to sell the technology that they use to make Dippin' Dots mm-hmm. to other industries. Like, they came up with something good and they shared that with the world and you can go buy, like, giant freezer trucks from them. Yeah. And they're they're so... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was saying in one of these, I think what you're getting to is vaccines. It's been really helpful. The mm-hmm. Dippin', Dippin' Dots technology has been life-saving. 
Literally. So f***ing chew on that, okay? 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 Let those melt in your mouth, dang it. Well, make sure everyone else gets gets the vaccine in the way that it's probably needs yeah. to be administered. Don't let the vaccine let that, melt in your mouth. Like, um, but then, you know, maybe once everyone is, like, good to go and they yeah. have extra doses, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can just be like, can you just put it in my mouth? And, like, I don't think you should. Yeah, I don't but, like, know. you could ask. I wonder if they could make vaccine dots. They make coffee dipping dots. Did you know that? It's no. called 40 Below Joe, and it's just, like, no. straight espresso dipping yeah. dots. And it, I mean, like, here's the thing. I know you said that, the, like, every flavor of dipping dots tastes the same. Uh-huh. I wouldn't know that because I strictly only ever get the rainbow fruity ones mm. because it's the only fruity flavor that they, like, almost always have everywhere. Yeah. And it is so good, and it's rainbow. I so. do, just for the sake of recording, want to say that I didn't say they all taste the same. I said they all taste good. But, yes, I, I Sorry, hear you with yeah. your fruity, I, your fruity yeah. flavors. I just, like, I wouldn't even know if the other ones even taste good because i've they never do. like i believe you i'm just letting our audience know that like i'm not an expert in this field there is one flavor of dippin dots that i have always been true to it's like my one true love like yeah. the childhood sweetheart mm-hmm. i carry dippin dots with me okay i them in your heart. carry dippin dots in my heart are you never without dippin dots anywhere all right you go they go anyways i hate that i knew enough of that poem to keep going that's fine speaking of dippin dots flavors though i know you said that that's your favorite flavor but would you say that, like, that's the flavor you are? I mean, I guess I don't really know. Do you want to find out? Can I be assigned Dippin' Dots? You Assi- sure can. A- I have a dad... Dip- <laughs> assigned Dippin' Dots flavor ever. A dad... Yeah, I don't know. Um, a fab. Um, but yes, good news for everybody. There is a what Dippin' Dots flavor are you personality quiz on the Dippin' Dots site. Okay. So this is official. Cool, cool. There are not that many questions, but I'll take these through and you just tell me. Okay. I'll just go with my gut reaction. Yeah, yeah. I won't be like trying to get a certain flavor. Also, I don't even know like what you, yeah. I don't know. You don't okay. know what the results are. Number one, what would you do if you saw your crush at the mall with someone else? One, assume they're just friends. Two, pour the rest of your drink over their head. Three, freak out and call your best friend. Four, confront them on the spot. Or five, who cares? I'm hotter. Thank you. It was my crush at the mall. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with hypothetical crush because yeah. this would be a really... We can't go to malls right now. And this would just be a wild thing for me. Because, like, if it was my partner, I would just assume they were with, like, one of their many friends. Yeah. You know? Let's go with, like, confront them on the spot. I'm going to be true to myself. Okay, question two. The movie you wanted to see is sold out. What do you do? One, storm out in a huff. Two, call the police. Ew. <laughs> Not that one. No. Three, oh, well, pick another movie. Four, refuse to leave until they give you a ticket. Or five, flirt with anyone who has a ticket. Oh, well, pick another movie. Relax. <laughs> Why are these are so angry? Okay. Number three, your phone dies in the middle of an important text and you can't find the charger. Do you <laughs> throw your phone across the room? <laughs> no biggie. I'll just talk to them later. Three, blame everyone in your house for stealing your charger. Four, flip your house upside down until you find your charger. Or <laughs> lastly, borrow a charger from someone else. I mean, okay, I guess the first step for me mm-hmm. would be... 
borrow a charger from someone else. But then I probably would move on to flipping the house upside down trying to find it. So let's go with borrow a charger, though, because, like, if it's an important car, like, in that moment, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, hey, can I borrow a charger? Yeah. Like, I have an iPhone. That seems like... Who doesn't have a fucking iPhone charger? It's the one reasonable response out of all of these. Well, I mean, like, no biggie. I'll talk to him later, too. Yeah. Like, that's also fine. That's also fine. Next question. How do you react... When your team loses the big game. Oh, boy. One, don't worry. We'll get them next time. Two, unplug your TV and cry. Three, this team stood. Pick another. <laughs> Four, yell at the TV until your throat's sore because of a bad call. I hope you don't do that. You need your voice. We have a podcast. Or lastly, get on Twitter. The world must feel your fury. Oh, I mean, sp- I have to, this one, I have a concrete answer. Mm-hmm. It is yell at the TV until my throat is sore because of a bad call. It is. Okay. Listen, listen, watching Mexico in the World Cup uh, 2018, I think. Mm. And I think it was like the France game. Mm. There was just a lot happening. And I remember being like, ah! Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Anyways. I just have to, I have to answer. I said I'd answer with my gut. Yeah. That's true to you. That's, yeah. Okay. Question five. Someone runs into you and spills their drink all over your new shirt. Side note, I think all of these are plots of episodes of Lizzie McGuire. But do you <laughs> punch that jerk's lights out? Say, no prob, bruh. It'll wash. <laughs> Go and buy a new one. Or yell at them and make them cry. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of drink. I mean, okay, it depends on, like, if I would just be like, I'm just going to get a new shirt or, like, it'll wash out. Because if it's not something that won't wash out, then I wouldn't just be like, that's not a problem. But, like, I'm not going to yell at them and make them cry. And For I'm the not sake of authenticity, somebody. let's say, like, a slushy, Like, Glee style, someone just, just, oh, okay, um... I would probably, okay, again, I'm not trying to paint myself as a bad person, but, like, if we're going on gut instinct, I I would probably yell at them. They might cry as a result, but I I can at least commit to yelling at them. Hey, correlation may not imply causation there. Yeah. Okay, question six. You get 50 bucks for your birthday. What do you do with it? One, below it all. Two, complain. Those cheapskates didn't give you enough. Three, stash them bands. And it's important to note here that bands is spelled with a Z. It's silly bands. I thought it meant like cash bands, you know, like the rubber bands you wrap around chunks of cat. Or silly band. That oh, makes a lot I more mean, sense. I mean, this seems directed at children. So what? Oh, what's that last one? Rub it in your friends' faces. You know, I'm going to say stash them bands. Stash them like, silly bands? Yeah. Brilliant. I'm just going to go on the assumption that silly bands, that's the type of shit I would spend my money on. That's so fair. You're playing an intramural game of dodgeball. What's your game plan? To not be there. <laughs> okay. Throw it as hard as you can and hit those suckers in the face. Hide behind the big guy. Take a hit for your best friend so they can stay in. Or take the first hit so you can be through with this nonsense. Oh, absolutely. Take the first hit so I can be through with this nonsense. This isn't even a hypothetical. This happened all the time in high school. Where, like, I was friends with a lot of jocks. Uh-huh. And so I would, like, get out really early so that I could, like, help throw the balls back to their side and stuff. Like, there you go. I worked the things that I was better at. So we know that this is a really authentic answer then. Yeah, no, because it definitely happened mm-hmm. multiple times. And basically- I hate dodgeball. Uh, what the hell? Like, kickball, I can stomach. Mm-hmm. But dodgeball, you just beat the f out of other people, but with balls. 
Yeah. And like, while I respect that, personally, it's not my um, forte when it comes to like hurting people using mm-hmm. a plasticky, rubbery ball. That's not my, that's not my steez. Well, that, that makes sense because your result is stubborn, cautious, but ambitious. You stand your ground and don't let anybody tell you what to do. You're a cautious decision maker, but you stick to your guns and let everybody know it. You are mint chocolate. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I got strawberry. Oh, that's fun. And (laughs) this is the strawberry description. Kind of read me for a little bit of filth. Yeah, I mean, like, that felt kind of like a horoscope to me where it's Mm -hmm. like, I can find things that I'm like, yeah, yeah, but like, okay. Uh, Strawberries was, aww. Sweet strawberry, you are the bestest best friend ever. You give others the benefit that of the doubt. That remains to be seen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Never mind then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you give others the benefit of the you. doubt. Love you too. I no matter you. how I things love might you, appear. Strawberry bro. I love you too, strawberry. Strawberry bro. Things might not always go your way, but you know that it'll all work out in the end. Which I think for this podcast, it is the end that's all i had for my dopamine trampling hell yeah strawberry bros forever strawberry bros forever bro bro ever look at you strawberry bros oh (laughs) sir i didn't mean it i didn't mean to injure you bro it's okay i was just like ah ha 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 i have the same range as jim sturgis and across the universe and then you were like mitsuki Anyways, uh, thank you all so much for coming back to join us on this. And I say this again, and with all the love in my heart, Shit for Brains podcast, where we still do, in fact, have shit for brains. And, I mean, I still think there's quite a lot to offer, despite the shit brains. Yeah. So, if you agree, leave a review. Interact with us. Oh, shoot. That was another thing that I was supposed to say that was an exciting new thing this month. If you leave us a review specifically on Podchaser from now to the end of the month, it's April right now, so till April 30th, for every review that you leave, they will donate 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. So you can kind of knock two acts of kindness birds with one review stone there. Kind of lost that metaphor, but anyways. I mean, you stuck it out to the end. You did commit to it, and I appreciate that. Let's, yeah, but anyways. Let's finish this podcast. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. This has been Or Learn Parkour from Wholehearted Production Company. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, you know, places where people find podcasts. You know the drill at this point. Special thanks to Crescia Perito for our cover art design. You can find her at Petal Hop, that's P-E-T-A-L-H-O-P, on Instagram and Etsy and Twitter. Yeah, thank you also to Tom Rosenthal for our intro and outro song, There Is a Dark Place, off of the album Keep a Private Room Behind the Shop. Follow us on the social meds. We are at Or Learn Parkour on Twitter. We are at WeRWPC on Instagram. And you can check out that shiny new news page on our website, WeRWPC.com. Yeah, you can find those links as well as links to our brand new shiny transcripts, any sort of sources that we've used in this episode, and the music that we have in our episodes. Mm-hmm. You can find all that good, good, delicious, gooey, Dippin' Dots flavor. You can find the links in the episode description. Go to the episode description. You'll be able to find this stuff. You sure can. If you enjoy this podcast, 
and want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe to this feed. Yeah, you can also support the show by just, like, word of mouth. Honestly, share with your friends, your family, your co-workers. I don't know, like, if anyone wants to maybe feel like they've got a handle on life, we could be a good, you know, kind of like how I was saying with reality TV. Yeah. That's my suggestion this week. Yeah. Sell it that way. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And also, you know, leave us a review, like we said, and then... We also do have a Ko-Fi if you feel so led. Totally get it if you can't right now. Uh, But if you are able and you feel like it, we do have a Ko-Fi. And you can find that in our link tree on Twitter and Instagram. You sure can. Do we have an outro question? I mean, what is your favorite Dippin' Dots flavor? I feel like my favorite is probably the Sunday one. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it varies. I, I, I branch out. I have a varied Dippin' Dots life. But at the end of the day, the ice cream... Fully red ice cream. It's really my jam. Okay, yeah. yeah. I already said mine's rainbow. It's rainbow. Uh, yeah, rainbow. I'm not going to shit my pants at this point, so that's good. But I, I do need to go to the bathroom now, so yeah. uh, love you. Bye. I'm going to go get some ice cream. I'm Jordan. Oh, I, I'm Lex. And this has been Orler and Parkour. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. I, I am going to go shit now. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to shit.